If your load feels heavy in this season, sister, I see you. Whether you're in the military or beyond, we're all here as busy women who carry a lot and do hard things. So many of us are pouring ourselves out for our families without end, giving our best in everything we do. But amidst all the demands in our lives, we're often weighed down by stress, guilt, and no matter what, it's hard to feel like we're ever enough. We're blessed beyond measure, yet something's holding us back from feeling deeply fulfilled. We're pulled in a million directions, always on duty, fighting invisible battles, and trying to hold it all together the best we can. We long for more time for what matters most and for more balance, joy, and freedom in our lives. Hey friend, welcome to Arm to the Heart. I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race set before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. For those of us who really want to do the best that we can do in our job, but we also want to put our family first, we don't want to have to compromise what we believe is best for our kids or for our family just for the sake of our career, sometimes we can't really see a win on either side. It's so hard trying to manage it all. Both the mom guilt, the expectations we put on ourselves, it's so tough, right? We, we end up struggling with how can we live as a quality mom for the children that God has given us? How can I live as the wife that I want to be for my husband? while also pursuing this thing that I know God is calling me to, or this form of service that I know God is calling me to and has uniquely equipped me for, that pulls me away from them. Am I not doing the right thing? Am I not living in alignment with what God wants of me? We're worried about failing our family. We're worried about failing as a wife and mom. We're worried about giving our family the leftovers of us. Worried about falling short of who God wants us to be. We're afraid of failing in our job, of letting others down, of disappointing others of not giving enough or doing enough in either or both of those areas of our life. And I think those are a lot of the kind of identity crises that we end up facing, right? We feel like our family is sometimes bearing the cost of our service. They're bearing the burden. They're sacrificing the most on behalf of our service. So for my fellow sisters-in-arms, the other mothers in uniform out there, I see you. I see your sacrifice. I see your conflicted, torn heart. I see the family who's supporting you, who is in a lot of ways bearing the cost. But I also see the cost that it's having on you and how exhausting it is. I see how you're exhausted at the end of the day, but your impossibly long to-do list is keeping you up. How work is always hanging over your head, how you know, these, these worries that you're not doing enough in your home are hanging over your head. The worries of, is my family going to be okay? Are my kids going to be all right? I see you beating yourself up about all those things that you're falling short in. Of always feeling behind or like you're catching up after a long work week. Of just running on survival mode, just trying to get through the week and stay afloat with all the things on your plate. I see you never feeling like you even have permission to rest because how can you rest when there's so much that always needs to get done, right? I see you struggling to find time for nurturing your marriage, 
feeling a little bit disconnected from your spouse. I see you discerning, am I on the right path? Should I be open to growing or starting my family? If you're away all the time from your kids, either working just long hours, if you're away from your family because of field training time or deployments or rotations, if you're away from them for certain training courses, whether it's being stationed apart or just being pulled from your kids, I see you. I see the guilt, I see the disappointment for everything you're missing out on, for the milestones you're missing, for not being able to hug, to hold, to kiss your kids, to be able to hear them say, mama in person. I see that you may not have somebody to really talk to about these things, hoping they're doing okay, hoping they'll be okay without you, but not really feeling like you have anybody to relate to in this because you basically feel like you have to leave who you are as a mom out, outside the door. You can't bring it with you to work. You feel like you have to downplay your motherhood because you don't want to be seen as weak or you feel like it's too hard to fit in then with the guys or it's too hard to maintain respect and credibility. And there's not a lot of women you serve with, let alone mothers, around you to understand what your heart's going through. You know, the people around you don't understand the pain of, of being separated or what it's like to instinctively worry about your little one's needs or your family's needs all the time. Or maybe you're feeling distant or not as focused during meetings because you only had a few hours of sleep. And you know that's your life because you're always sleep deprived with little ones in tow. I know I am. <laughs> I think I've been sleep deprived for the last four years. Or you're just not sleeping well because you're so worried about that never ending to-do list. And maybe with a demanding job like in the military or another, Maybe it means the work is never done. There's rarely any time for life to actually live. Maybe we feel this tremendous guilt when we stop working in order to do the rest of life or to spend quality time with our kids. You know, whenever we spend time with our kids, maybe we're, th we're thinking about all the things that we should be doing for work. I think especially if you're a small business owner, you probably feel this too. Or we're just feeling like the constant weight of the to-do list is hanging on us whenever we're with our kids. And then when we're working, it's hard to turn off that sense of, are my kids okay? Because we carry them with us in our hearts as moms in such a powerful way. You want to make an impact. You want to leave a legacy you're proud of. You want to accomplish great things. You want to raise your children to know love, to serve God, to also make an impact. You want them to make the impact that they're meant to make too. You want to raise them to be good human beings. You want to give them a peaceful, loving home, a stable life. You want to provide faithfully for them. You want to provide opportunities for them. You want to be a great leader to take care of those that you've been entrusted to in work as well as at home. You want to nurture faith in your home. You want more time and energy to just pour into what matters most. Your family and faith life, your important relationships, the things that bring you joy. You don't want all this guilt hanging over your head. You don't want to feel like you're not enough in motherhood, in managing your home, in work, in your marriage. But it's so hard to find that balance. I see you being grateful for the opportunity that you have to lead, to make an impact, to be growing so much professionally, to pursue these awesome opportunities, to pave the way for the people who follow you 
to show that it is possible to be a mother and also do the awesome things that you're doing, to break those barriers, to lead by example. Maybe you want to set an example for your daughter that she doesn't have to be limited by what other people think that she's capable of. Maybe you feel like you're the underdog, that you've got something to prove. Maybe you feel like you have to disprove everybody else's ideas of what you can or can't do now that you're a mom. Maybe you genuinely love what you do. You want to make an impact. You want to break more barriers. You want to carve out more of a path for possibility for the women who follow you and set the example for what's possible, but you also feel torn and conflicted personally. And I think so many times we get so frustrated because we're like, I really want it all. But like, also the idea of having it all, it feels so toxic. It feels like this thing that's dangling in front of me that I just can't reach. It's outside of my reach. Or when I have it all, quote unquote, I feel like a mess. I feel, I just don't feel happy because what's the cost of it? I'm perpetually stressed. I'm perpetually overwhelmed. I'm always playing catch up. I'm not able to be the mom that I want to be, the wife that I want to be. My home is a mess. I feel like a mess inside maybe, right? And maybe you too get a lot of comments about how you're a super mom, you're juggling it all, right? How impressive it is that you're balancing your career, your mom life, your things that you're involved in. But in in your head, you're just screaming because you feel like you're a failure at all of it. And worse, you feel like you're missing out on all this time that you can't get back with your kids. And it can feel so, so lonely. I know there's so much pressure to pull your weight, bounce back, downplay how much your motherhood impacts you, to show that it doesn't phase you, to prove that you can do anything, to always feel like you have something to prove. But you feel like nothing else really matters if you can't be fully present. You're frustrated. Something's always got to give. And the things that are giving are not always sitting well with you. The things that are being put on the back burner is not always sitting well with you. Because there's a cost that comes with it. And it can feel really discouraging. You're powering through because that's what you know. You know how to push through. You've had to, to survive this. To thrive in it. And maybe it's helped you perform at a really high level. But you're also tired of powering through. Of not experiencing the joy that you want to in it. You crave your time back your life back, your freedom, your joy, your family back. I see you and not really feeling like you necessarily even have a choice because work is expecting you to give 100%. And what does 100% look like? Sacrificing our family, our mental health, our physical health, pushing ourselves to the point of exhaustion, of giving until we have nothing left, and of doing that continuously, running at that pace, until we break. And so many people above us, maybe, higher rank or the leaders within our organization, may be doing that. They're working past exhaustion. They're sacrificing all their time with their families. And they have just come to learn that that is the cost of success. That's just the price we have to pay to continue to progress forward in the ranks, to continue to do our part, to establish a reputation that we're a high performer. And then when we do become a high performer, or when we become known as a high performer, we're expected to do even more, right? (laughs) Because we're given more responsibilities and more responsibilities and more opportunities. And these can be great and amazing things. 
because we know we're trusted with that and that we do well. But then it never gives us that permission to rest, to ever slow down, (laughs) to really actually take care of our family in the way that we might want to. You know, maybe it's certain opportunities that we want to pursue. We know they would mean a lot to us. Maybe it's special operations units of certain deployments or a ranger school even maybe. But then we have that guilt and some of those questions of, oh, should I not pursue that opportunity because then I wouldn't be able to spend as much time with my kids or it would take me away from them even more. Am I being selfish and wanting to share this passion or to pursue this? Should I just ignore it? Would that make me a better mom? Am I forsaking the gift of my kids for this time I have with them? I feel called to both, but is something wrong with me? (laughs) Am I not prioritizing my vocation of marriage and motherhood enough? Should I be pouring more into my home? I feel called to both, maybe, but the way I feel pressured to do it, to continue forward, whether it's in the military or beyond, or to earn success, whatever success looks like, whatever pressures I'm feeling there, all the shoulds that I'm hearing in my head and feeling in my heart, they're not sitting well. Because I don't feel like I have the freedom to do this in the way that I desire to, in the way that does protect my values, that does protect my family, and keep first things first. I'm feeling too much pressure to put my family last, to put my faith last. So maybe I'm asking, okay, Is this job, is military service, is this career, is this dream of mine just not compatible with who I want to be as mom? And I think in general, when we're working moms, it's so hard to leave our babies with other people, right? We worry, are they being loved? Are they being kept safe? Are they being taken care of in the way that they deserve? Are they being raised in the way that we would want to raise them? We don't want somebody else to be raising our children, and I think so many of us feel like that guilt. Like, is somebody raising my children more than me because they're spending more time with them than I am? Maybe motherhood feels really overwhelming with one, or maybe dual military life feels really overwhelming and you don't even have any kids yet. You're like, I cannot imagine managing this with kids or with multiple kids if you just have the one. Or you're feeling and carrying the weight of stress that comes with how unpredictable and how much instability there is with all of it. Maybe it's just wondering how it's all going to work out or if the kids are going to be okay. Or just trying to protect them from the trauma of these big transitions and of so much changing all the time. Maybe it's all the time stationed apart from your husband or training and deployments away from your family, feeling like you're constantly torn apart from your loved ones. Maybe it just doesn't sit well with you or feel fair that your family's the one who has to bear the cost of your service, or that they have to bend over backwards to accommodate the military's needs, and that their own needs come last. Maybe it's how unreliable childcare is, or the anxiety that can come with not knowing if you're going to have someone that you can trust with your babies with every single move, or every new child. Maybe it's tired of having to work extra hard on your end to fight against those stigmas, or the expectation that family comes last, and to advocate for your family so you don't have to compromise what matters most. Maybe it's feeling like, you know what, the pace that I'm running at is unsustainable. You're not sure how much longer that you can keep this up and that you can hold it all together. Maybe you just feel like you're constantly drowning, that you're constantly putting out fires, 
or that you accomplish one thing at work and more tasks come. Or you feel like your work, no matter how much you do for your unit, maybe your fitness level, it's never enough. Maybe you love being in the military, but you feel guilty about it because it makes you sacrifice family for work. And sometimes I think our sense of worth is so deeply impacted by military life, and that can take a toll on our desire to be here too. Maybe we're really tired of caring so deeply to make things better for our unit, our organization, for our family, for ourselves, but just feeling so depleted and exhausted. I think it is frustrating that oftentimes we feel like, or we see the reality that it's mission first always, and people only when it's convenient. It's easy to feel like our time with our kids is being stolen, whether it's for deployments or, or even just we look back and we see all the time that's been lost. Or we look forward and we don't want to lose the rest of this time. And it does take a really big emotional toll. So if you're feeling any of these things, I see you. I understand what you're going through. I think we all wrestle with this, but we feel so alone in it. That's the thing, we feel so alone. Maybe it feels daunting to look ahead at the rest of your service commitment. And you're like, wow, it's already this hard. I can't, I feel stuck. I feel trapped. I don't have a choice. I have to ride this out. And you feel like I am miserable right now. And it's hard to not feel like, wow, it's really difficult to see how things can change. I already feel so burnt out. I don't necessarily feel purpose behind what I'm doing. I feel like my spark is gone. I don't really feel called to this anymore, but I still have time left to serve. If any of that is you, I see you. Maybe you're so grateful for everything the military's given you, the opportunities that you've had, the financial stability, the way it's stretched you, it's pushed you, all the people that you've met through it. You're like, I don't know if I just need a break. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if I'm on the right path. Or maybe you're feeling very ready to get out. But you're also like, I don't want to feel like I'm quitting or I'm giving up or I'm just accepting defeat. And I think so many of us do crave more stability, more balance, more presence at home. Even if we're not ready to give up our careers, even if we're not ready to give up these things that do matter to us, this service that really does mean something, this impact that we want to make within our service or these barriers we want to keep busting down for other people who follow. Maybe the benefits continue to keep us in, or we're just afraid sometimes of stepping away because there's a lot of fear of the unknown. If this is where you are, you are not alone. Maybe for you, you're so close, or you feel like everybody keeps telling you you're so close to finishing out your commitment, or you're aiming for full retirement, and you're like, ah, but you have no idea the sacrifice that I've had to make in missing out on my children's life. Maybe you're transitioning from the military, or you you are discerning that, or you recently have, and now you're wrestling with the change of pace. It's taking time to get used to being at home, of those shifts in your identity, going from such a fast pace to not really having much of a routine, and it almost feels like you've lost yourself in the process. You've lost so many things that used to be important to you or parts of who you were. It's almost the opposite extreme, right? And you're realizing how much of your day, your life, your identity was based on productivity, or performance, or the competitiveness. I see you. I feel you. I am right here in the thick of all of this with you. And whether I'm experiencing these things now or whether it's been in the past, I understand wholeheartedly what you're going through. 
You are so far from alone, even though I know you probably feel alone. And first, I just want to acknowledge and honor how much you care, first of all, about your family, about your work, about giving your best in all that you do. It's such a testament to the amazing person that you are, the amazing mom you are, the amazing leader you are, the amazing wife you are, how blessed your family is to have you. But you also sometimes need permission to put your family first. You need to know that it is okay to also do that. You don't have to feel guilty or like you're not doing enough for the team if you're putting your family first. We have to discern what our unique calling is. You have to discern that personally with God and ask him what he's asking of you. And if you're a leader who feels all these pressures too, I know the hardest thing can be to go against the grain. That courage might be exactly what God is calling you towards. And it's scary. Even today, I was in a situation where I had to be bold in standing my ground in putting my family first in communicating the strain something was going to be on our family of, hey, I really want to do my best for the team. I will do what I need to do. I will give my all and I want to contribute meaningfully. And I am so grateful for this opportunity, but I also know how hard this would be on our family. And just coming out and saying that very honestly, I think that takes, I mean, to me, it took a lot of courage, (laughs) you know, and so I understand it's really hard. And there's a lot of fears there of, oh, what impression is this going to create? What's the risk? Am I going to be viewed as a less committed professional? Am I going to be looked down upon? Is this going to impact my reputation? But at the end of the day, Fighting for my family is something I will never regret. Not saying something when I probably should have said something, I would regret that. And so I have to, in some ways, be willing to accept the cost. You know, it's almost like we have to ask ourselves, what's the cost we want to accept? What's the cost I'm currently bearing maybe for not being willing to protect my family or to put my family first or to kind of stand my ground maybe in some of these ways? because I feel all these pressures to compromise. What's the cost of that? Do I want to keep paying the price or my family to pay the price? Or do I want to figure out with God a way to do this that protects what matters most, that keeps my integrity intact, that keeps my family healthy and whole so that I'm not looking upon my years of service with regret? or with this underlying resentment of how much the military took from me. But instead I'm able to say, no, like I had a great experience serving and I will always take pride in my service. And I will really take pride in the way that my family was by my side through it all. They were my reason. And I want the same for you. So a few things that I would recommend that you start with. The first step, the first big step that so many of us skip over because it's uncomfortable, is holding space for it all. Let yourself feel it all. Feel the simultaneous and often conflicting emotions. Hold space for them. Give yourself permission to feel. Because I think for so many of us, especially in competitive environments or male-dominated environments, in a lot of ways, we're just taught to push through. We stifle those emotions. We suppress them. We ignore them. We push past them. Because of this narrative and the idea that 
strength is in just pushing through and that emotions mean we're weak, but it's so far from the truth. When we hold space for them, when we actually give ourselves the time to process them, we can channel them in an amazing direction. They can become a force for good. So let yourself feel it all. And then second, give yourself more grace. This is way easier said than done, I know, firsthand. Give yourself more compassion. Oftentimes we just beat ourselves up for all of the little things and we just feel like we're never enough. We're always failing in some area of our life or another. We don't give ourselves enough grace, especially if we're navigating these huge transitions of life, whether it's into motherhood, whether it's into more kids, whether it's into new jobs or big moves in the military. And oh my goodness, how much of our military life is about transitions, truly, right? Even our jobs, we only have one job for about a year, maybe, or 18 months. And then we, as soon as we kind of get competent enough, we get our feet under us. We feel like, okay, we've got, we've got a sense of, of who we are. We belong, right? We have that confidence. We figured out enough. (laughs) Then we are thrown into a whole new environment all over again. And now, you know, as mothers, we're also navigating, taking care of our family amidst all of that and our family being thrown into all new environments. And dealing with the kids' big emotions through all of that because, you know, we have huge emotions as adults going through change, but the little ones who have, you know, even less of that kind of capacity to manage their own emotions, right, there we might see, you know, more of the meltdowns, the tantrums, the behavior issues, those kinds of things can come up. And it's just because they're going through something traumatic too, you know, and holding space for all of that. So give yourself more grace. Give your family more grace. And try not to beat yourself up so much. Third, pray. Take it all to God. Give it all to Him. And I think so many times, especially in today's modern world, it's so easy to feel like our faith has to be compartmentalized. Or in the military, our faith has to be compartmentalized. It's like, we go to church on Sunday. You know, if, if even if we're even able to make time for that, then the rest of our life is just, we just live it. We just go through the motions, or we're just trying to survive. But it feels like disintegration. It feels like it's a separation or this compartmentalization of our faith. But just invite God into everything, everything that you do. And remember, he's always with you, no matter what. Even if you feel alone, he's always with you. He wants to be in the thick of it with you. He wants to equip you for whatever battle you are facing. And what's getting me through a lot of these these challenges that I encourage you to lean on to if your heart is feeling heavy with any of these things is, like I said, acknowledge and hold space for it all, but lay it all at Jesus's feet. Don't minimize or downplay it. Affirm, yes, this is a lot. I'm going through a lot. Our family's going through a lot. There's a lot of big stuff going on and coming up and that's okay. I think so much of the narrative is we got to just push through. Resilience is about pushing through or about this sort of positivity, right? It's almost like this toxic positivity. Like I can do this. I can handle this. We can do it. We've done it before. You know, we can do anything we set our minds to, but what this doesn't acknowledge is one that it's hard. Cause I can tell you, if you are navigating motherhood, if you're navigating military life or any combination of any of these things, you are doing hard things and you are carrying a lot. And we don't often acknowledge that and honor that. And so I don't want you to suppress those emotions instead of allowing them to be processed. 
And I think this also plays into when we, when we just try to push through, we, we kind of fall into that just positivity and we ignore the heart of it. It plays into this sort of ungodly self-reliance. Like we feel like it's all on us. It's all on us to figure it all out. It's all on us to, you know, have a plan, to make a plan. So much is weighing on us. It doesn't leave room for God though. And something that's been a huge consolation to me recently through a lot of sort of uncertainty of what this next year is going to look like, of three moves for our family, of, you know, figuring out potential deployments, of not really knowing what my work is going to look like, not really knowing even who's going to take the kids and how they're going to be taken care of. Even though we don't know what the future holds, we know that God has our family and our future in his hands. And something to me, I, I went for this run the other day because I just needed to clear my head and I was, I was weighed down by a lot of anxiety about what was going to happen? And as I was running, I was just praying and I was giving it all to God. And God reminded me, Megan, you don't have to trust the army's going to provide for and take care of your family because I will. He was like, you don't have to put your trust in the army to take care of your family. I am going to take care of you guys. I just want to share that with you because I think it's so important to just remember that the basic truth, the foundational truth that God has a plan for each of us, that he will take care of us. We can have faith in that. And he will bring good through all things. Love can endure all things. And I've just been praying for the peace that surpasses all understanding when I have no idea how it's all going to work out. I can acknowledge that and I can bring that to him and say, God, I have no idea how this is all going to work out, but I know you're a good, good father and that you care for me and for my family. These little babies far more than I ever could. And I trust you in that, even when it's hard. I believe, but help my unbelief, you know? And just asking him for that grace to keep my eyes fixed on him and not the world. And I think another reminder is that our God is a God of abundance. He will give us all the time and grace needed for everything he asks of us. He's been so faithful to us through the past, through all of these unknowns, through our army, careers, our family life, everything, you know, and all I'm called to do is just focus on the things that I can control to help my family thrive and then surrender everything else to him, remembering he's sovereign over all. And I can also know that this is going to be hard on our boys. This is really going to be hard on them. There's a lot of transitions that are coming, but through the storms, if I'm grounded in Christ, I can be that source of peace for them. And that's what I'm called to do as, as their mother and as the heart of our home, as the heart of our family. You know, so when my human brokenness, when my weakness makes me feel like I've got to have it all under control, I've got to have it all figured out myself, or when I am feeling like this pressure, like it's all on me, I just remember that in my weakness, I'm made strong in him. And I can surrender all those unknowns, all the fears, all the hopes, all the dreams, all the anxieties, everything that's weighing on me. Who I am, who I love most, I can surrender them, all of that, to God. I can let go and let God, right? And God just reminded me of that verse in Matthew. I think it's um, 625 through 34 where he talks about the birds and how much he provides for the birds. And he's like, how much more do I care for you than the birds? You know, so don't worry about tomorrow for today has enough troubles of its own. So I just encourage you to put your trust in him too and, and just give it all to him. Everything. All right. Number four, 
Let go of all the voices of the shoulds that are in your head. All the voices of the world that tell you success has to look one specific way. Or that being a great leader, being a great mother has to look one specific way. Whether it's the world, whether it's social media, whether it's your job environment, all these voices that tell you there's only one right way. And that you're only doing enough if and when. You're only worthy if and when. Just let go of that. Look to God instead. So number five, ask him what he wants you to do. Every step of the way, like big picture, but also like literally every step of the way. And if you feel torn, if you feel torn in your military motherhood, if you feel torn in your your motherhood and whatever work that you feel like God is calling you to do, or you're not sure if God is calling you to do anymore or in the future, ask him if he wants you to do both. And then ask him how. If you feel stuck or trapped where you are right now, ask him, how do you want me to approach this? I trust that you have me where I'm meant to be. Help me to trust you more in that. And then show me the way. You know, being a good or a great mother (laughs) does not have to look a certain one way. Pursuing holiness does not look only one way. Every one of us has a unique purpose. Every one of us has a unique calling. Every one of us has unique gifts, talents, has a unique story. And all of that is insight into our unique calling. And the more in tune we are with how God wants us to use that, the more of a profound impact we are going to make. And the closer we're actually going to become to God as well. Because none of that's going to be easy. I can tell you, this, doing this podcast, God has been calling me to it for a while. And I was waiting to get settled in at our next duty station here. But I can also tell you that there are so many fears that I'm overcoming in just sharing my voice, putting myself out there in this way. And it's scary. But I trust God more than that fear. And I have to trust him in the vulnerability of, you know, those fears of judgment or of being misunderstood, whatever may come of this. Because I know that I felt very alone in all these struggles, and I don't want any other woman to feel alone in them. So if you are feeling called to put your family over your job or your family over your work, I encourage you not to feel guilty in that. I do encourage you to set boundaries to protect what matters most, to protect your peace. And I think the military does a really good job of sort of glamorizing overworking, making it normal to sacrifice your family because of the job or because of the mission. And it's okay to acknowledge that we have an important job to do. We do. Our service, I'm not downplaying in any way our service because it matters. And nobody should feel ashamed of that. At the same time, we want to do our best and serve honorably. But we also want to give our best to our families. And I respect my leaders who do that even more than I respect those who sacrifice everything for the job. So just to remind you, you're doing your best and your best is enough. Remember that God's grace fills in all the gaps of our not enoughness. (laughs) You know, I know you probably want to feel more empowered in managing your time and controlling what you can control and surrendering to the rest. 
in feeling fulfilled in both your calling in your home and outside of your home and trusting that God has you where you are for a purpose. I know you probably want to be more patient, more present, more joyful, more loving, more peaceful as a mother and in your home. I I know you probably want more interior peace during those stressful, those hard times, during those storms of life or of military life or of big transitions of change, whatever it is, the hardships that will inevitably come. I know you want more confidence, more joy in motherhood. I know you want to compare yourself less to others and trust that God is equipping you uniquely to serve your own family and to know that he has chosen you for your family, not anybody else, but you. So keep running to him, run to the father. When all else fails, when you feel stuck, when you feel trapped, when you feel isolated, when you feel guilty, when you feel torn, when you have no idea what to do or how things are going to work out, run to the father. His love will never fail you. When you feel like a failure, when you feel broken, when you feel like not enough, he is always enough. So just remember that. And I know, sister, that these are hard battles. They're real. We don't talk about them often enough. But I'm here to change that. I'm here to talk about them. Talk about the hard stuff. So nobody feels isolated in them. So you can feel encouraged in them. So you can feel strengthened through it. So I'm holding space for you in all of these things. I see you. I am with you. And I can't wait to just continue this journey together where we're going to dive into all of this in deeper layers. We're going to talk about our stories, dive into how this plays out in very practical sense and how we can overcome some of these struggles. And I'm so excited to see where God takes this. I don't even know fully. (laughs) I'm just letting him lead me every step of the way. And I want you to lean on him to do the same. So I'm cheering for you. I'm always in your corner. And I'll talk to you soon, friend. I hope you loved this episode today, sister. I pray it encouraged you, strengthened you, stretched you, and blessed you in some way today. If so, would you mind stopping right now and sharing this episode with a friend who would benefit from it too? I would also love if you could take just about 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd love to hear what spoke to your heart the most. And lastly, go ahead and grab your free resources linked in the show notes to meet you wherever you're at in the season. Whether it's fitness through pregnancy and postpartum, dreaming and goal setting in an integrated way through motherhood, or overcoming the overwhelm, I got you covered. There you'll also find everything you need to know about working with me through either of my programs whenever you're ready to take that next step. I'll see you in a few days. Go fight the good fight, friend.